Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. If you believe in this podcast and like to help me keep it on the air so couples worldwide can receive hope for their marriage, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash marriage steps. So this week I'm getting ready for the next Total Marriage Refresh seminar this coming Saturday in Dallas, Texas. A lot of you are going to attend. I look forward to seeing you there. And there's still room for a few more couples. If you haven't registered yet and you're interested, go ahead and do that today. I'm flying out first thing Thursday morning to get set up and I'm getting excited. I always look forward to doing the seminar and just connecting with all the couples. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about five habits of healthy couples. You know, we learn a lot about healthy habits in, in other areas of life, such as how to have a healthy heart or healthy eating habits or healthy exercising practices. But we don't learn enough about how to have healthy habits for our marriage. So today I'm going to go through five habits of healthy couples. The first one is you want to continually share power. And that comes out of marriage step number three, which is all about learning to share power. And what sharing power means is that both partners have an equal voice on all decisions that impact the relationship. A lot of times marriages have one partner who's a little more domineering or strong-willed and they tend to rule and the other one tends to give in. And then you get a vicious cycle and they both can get resentful. Because often the person calling the shots wants their passive partner to become more vocal And obviously the passive partner wants to have more voice and so they get resentful. So it creates a vicious cycle. And this is an area that I've had to work on in my own marriage because growing up, I had a very long rope. I had a lot of freedom. I came and went as I pleased. And so I got used to doing things how I wanted to. And that tendency has come out in my marriage where I want to do things a certain way. I want to do them my way. So learning to share power with my wife has been a growth area for me. That's been an area of brokenness that I've had to own and work on. So bouncing the ball is the tool you want to master for this one. And bouncing the ball as a reminder is you partner A states their opinion and they state the need underneath that opinion on a topic that needs a decision, and then they bounce the ball and say, what do you think? Now partner B does the same thing. Partner B says their opinion on that topic and the core need driving their opinion, and then they bounce the ball right back by saying, what do you think? And now partner A has to modify their position by a few degrees to honor partner B's position. So partner A says their new position, and then they say, what do you think? And then partner B does the same thing. They have to modify their position by a few degrees to honor partner A. And they say, what do you think? And you keep going back and forth like that until you reach a win-win. So enthusiastic agreement is the goal for all decisions, big or small, that impact your marriage. The second habit is working through conflicts. Now, this is going to include either current conflict or unresolved past conflict. Whenever there's unresolved conflict, consider it a brick in the wall between your connection. 
Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd, for all of you Pink Floyd fans out there. So that's what it does. When you have a conflict with your partner and it's unresolved, we detach. We remove ourselves. We take some steps back. We don't feel as safe. We don't feel as vulnerable. So it breaks down our emotional connection and then our physical connection. So learning to work through conflicts effectively is paramount for marriage. So the method that I encourage you to master on this one is a tool called the floor method. The floor method is a method that I teach that combines a lot of best practices from conflict resolution skills and basically has four steps. The first one is you have to de-flood. So you do not want to discuss topics until you're both relaxed and back in your thinking brain. Step two, you take turns being the speaker and the listener. When you're the speaker, you're holding an object so everyone knows you're the speaker. You can't say you always or never. You have to express your tender underbelly. You have to identify your core need and where it comes from. And then the listener, all they can do is empathize. And empathy sounds like this. I can see how you would feel blank because of blank. Or that makes sense that you feel this because of that. That's empathy. When you're the listener, all you're allowed to do is empathize. So once the speaker is done, they pass the object over to the listener. And now the listener becomes the speaker and the speaker becomes the listener. And you keep doing that back and forth until both partners have a chance to get out their side. Then you go to step three, and step three is you have to summarize your partner's perspective to their satisfaction so they know you heard them. Then you go to step four, and step four is you brainstorm solutions that are going to honor both of you. So that's the floor method. So by the way, these tools that I'm discussing I'm developing training modules around these tools, and you can find them on my website at drwyattfisher.com. So D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. If you go there, click on Marriage Modules, and that will bring you to a page where you can select the tool that you feel like you need more help with, and then you can watch that module over and over until you gain competence. So that's critical, having effective conflict resolution skills. The third habit of healthy couples is developing daily emotional intimacy. You want to be best friends with your partner. Friendship should be the core element of your marriage. And that's how we are in the beginning, but then we lose that through the years. So daily emotional intimacy. And the tool for this one is the head heart check. So as a review, the head heart check is where sometime in the beginning of your day before you go your separate ways and then again at night for perhaps 30 to 60 minutes if you're able to, you do this head heart check. And what that is is you ask your partner what's on your head and heart. And the head is agenda items. The heart is mad, sad, glad, or fear, and why. Some of us know that content, some of us do not. If you don't know what's going on inside of you, spend some time journaling daily and looking inside yourself so you get more in touch. But that's the head heart check. So you you share that in the beginning of the day and at the end, like bookends to your day. It's one of the quickest ways to create intimacy in your relationship because you stay updated on what's going on in your partner's world. Now, when you're listening to your partner share their head and heart, do not give them solutions and do not try to fix anything. The main goal when you're listening is to empathize. So you want to put yourself in their shoes, imagine seeing the world through their eyes, from their background, from their history, from their insecurities, from their strengths, from their temperament. See the world from their lens 
and then empathy will more organically flow. Another tip with the head heart check is don't share anything negative you're feeling towards your partner. Otherwise, a head heart check turns into a, an argument and a time to get criticized. So you want to share the head heart. The content you're going to share there is things going on outside of your marriage. If you have something negative to talk about with your partner, then you go back and use the floor method for a conflict resolution. The fourth healthy habit of couples is you want to have regular sensual and sexual activity. And this is marriage step number five, which is cultivating sexual fireworks. And the model, the tool out of this one is called the wedding cake model. And as a review for the wedding cake model, the base of this one is you cultivate the friendship of the relationship. And then the tier up from that is you have sensual activities Two to four nights a week, two to four days a week, you want to have sensual activity. Sensual activity is where you have your undergarments still on and you're giving and receiving either a sensual massage, a bath, a shower. And during that time, you want to maximize your five senses of what would bring the most pleasure. You want to be giving feedback when you're the one receiving so your partner knows where you like to be touched and how. And there's no sexual touching going on during the sensual activity. It's just sensual time together. On the nights where you're both feeling arousal after your sensual time, then you move up to the top tier, which is sexual activity. In the sexual tier, you defer to the lower libido partner on what they feel up for. So perhaps some nights nights they're up for making out. Other nights they're up for everything above the waist. Other nights they're up for manual and oral stimulation below the waist. Other nights they may be up for everything. And you defer to the lower libido partner so that the lower libido partner gets out of obligation sex because that's a killer. It makes their libido worse. So you want the lower libido partner to have more voice and choice. So if you can view sexual contact as more of a buffet rather than intercourse or nothing, it's going to be better for both partners. The other guideline that I recommend in this one is no intercourse until after the female has reached orgasm. That prioritizes her pleasure and maximizes her experience, which can often be overlooked. The fifth habit for healthy couples is you want to fill each other up. And the main tool around this one is the love buckets. So I've talked a lot about the love buckets, but as a review, you want to write down the top three things you need to feel loved and satisfied in your marriage. What are they? And you want to write down, those are called your fillers, and you want to write down the top three drainers that your partner does that makes you feel negative towards them. So you have a list of your top three fillers you need and the top three drainers your partner does that you don't like. Then you want to give that list to your partner and you want to receive their list. And then daily, you want to look at their list because daily, you want to be reminding yourself how you can fill up your partner's love bucket and the behaviors you need to reduce so that you don't drain their love bucket. And then once a week, you get feedback on how well you're doing on each of those items. And that's one of the most powerful ways to fall back in love and stay in love. So those are the five habits of healthy couples. Number one, continually share power. Number two, work through conflicts. Number three, you need daily emotional intimacy. Number four, you want regular sensual and sexual activity. And number five, you want to fill each other up. 
Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, please click the five stars and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com and follow me at facebook.com forward slash drwyattfisher or on Instagram at drwyattfisher. Also, if this podcast has made a positive impact on your relationship, I'd love to hear from you at info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.